Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on State of the World, the U.S. and U.K. attack targets in Yemen, what it means for global shipping. Thanks for listening to State of the World from NPR. We bring you the day's most vital international stories up close where they're happening. It's Friday, January 12th. I'm Greg Dixon. In the pre-dawn in Yemen Friday, the United States and Britain carried out a series of airstrikes against the Houthis, the militia that controls much of Yemen. The goal is to put an end to Houthi attacks on commercial shipping in the Red Sea. NPR national security correspondent Greg Myrie has more details. U.S. forces launched the strikes from ships, planes, and a submarine. The Americans, with help from Britain, targeted more than a dozen military sites in western Yemen. The Houthis have been firing missiles and drones from this area on more than two dozen commercial ships over the past two months. President Biden says he acted after the U.S. and its partners repeatedly warned the Houthis to stop the attacks in the Red Sea, a vital artery for international shipping. The Houthis, who are backed by Iran, are vowing to step up attacks, saying they're acting in solidarity with the Palestinians over the current war in Gaza. The Houthi attacks on commercial shipping in the Red Sea have been causing havoc on international trade. The Houthis had used drones and missiles to strike military and commercial vessels. They even held one ship hostage. The location of these attacks have caused many shipping companies to declare the most direct route between Europe and Asia, the Suez Canal, off-limits. This has meant a long and costly detour around the tip of Africa. And there are economic implications for almost the entire world. To understand the ripple effects for international shipping and the economy, NPR's Leila Fadel talked to Marco Forgioni. He's director general of the Institute for Export and International Trade. So Marco, how have these Houthi attacks on commercial ships in the Red Sea affected global trade? They've been hugely disruptive. Um, about uh, 10% of global trade transits through Suez, 12% of global oil, about 8% of um, LPG gas, but 30% of container shipping goes through Suez. So this has been hugely disruptive to global trade uh, and supply lines. Uh, and an analysis of the impact of the disruption on the global economy showed that it had a, a 1.3% uh, impact already. So, okay, the military strikes now we've seen as a response from the U.S. and U.K. In your view, is that the right response to deal with this impact? It was bound to happen from the from the moment Operation Prosperity Guardian was announced. The reality was it was going to have to require military intervention. The Houthis are well armed. Uh, they are using irregular warfare tactics, and the the threats. And the launches of the attacks have caused tremendous disruption uh, to global shipping. And the only way now is to try and reduce their capacity, the Houthis' capacity, to launch the attacks and try and create space then for 
the negotiation of a political settlement. But the Houthis are, are well-armed and well-backed by Iran. They've been using drones, ballistic missiles, cruise missiles, and mm-hmm. as you said, piracy uh, as well. This is going to be a long and complex issue to uh, resolve. Now, the Houthis have vowed to respond. In the meantime, that means this continues a disruption, right? I mean, what happens economically now? It continues the disruption, the concern. It increases significantly the costs of shipping, the insurance, the diversion around the Cape of Good Hope at the bottom uh, of Africa adds about 3,500 nautical miles, over a million dollars in additional cost and delay of up to two weeks. This is hugely disruptive. It is inflationary, increases costs and also increases the possibility of there being scarcity of goods and products. And a lot of what goes through Suez actually are inputs. So it's things like oil, iron ore, gas, uh, which feed industry. And uh, that in itself Mm. will cause problems for months to come as manufacturers find it difficult to either source their uh, components or indeed have to pay increased costs for their fuel. And oil uh, spiked 2% and there there are threats that that will uh, increase, particularly because Iran, who back the Houthi rebels, uh, have said that these attacks will not go unchallenged. And yesterday morning, the Iranian authorities boarded a oil tanker on the other side of the Arabian Gulf in the Strait of uh, Hormuz, where 30% of global energy flows uh, through. So, so this p- risk of escalation has a considerable threat to the global economy. So if you could just break it down for a regular American pocketbook here, how does this, what feels so far away, affect somebody who's at the grocery store trying to pick something up or at the gas station? It's going to see a significant increase because what's happening here, we're estimating before between 5 to 10%, but for the US particularly, there is an additional uh, problem, which is that the Panama Canal is also constrained because of environmental issues. So there's a reduction of trade flows through the Panama Mm -hmm. and through Suez. And you're talking about the the potential pressure being very significant for fresh product, for produce and for uh, energy. Marco Forgioni leads the Institute of Export and International Trade. Thank you for your time. That's the State of the World from NPR. Thanks for listening. See you again soon. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure. AI may be the most important new computer technology ever, but AI needs a lot of processing speed, and that gets expensive fast. Upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure. OCI is the single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. Do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR.